0: Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens They try to copy us out, but they stay frostbitten You are now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca It is your man DM Cool And welcome to Cool Radio What we doing? You can catch me on your TV Even on the radio Pop, 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 pop And on my way, go We ain't beating airwaves Cool We ain't airwaves Hold up, why them haters mad? Ain't no stopping us, ain't no us, they be watching us, we so prosperous Ain't no stopping us, ain't no us, they be watching us, we so prosperous Woo! Yes, yes, y'all, welcome to another edition of Cool Radio Before we get into the thick of things, here is my man J.D. Arrow with Dope, only on Cool Radio, Yep. Yeah. You're listening to Maximum FM Hip Hop Yes, yes, y'all, welcome back to the show Once again, it is your man D.M. Cool And this is Cool Radio Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Indeed. Tell a friend to tell a friend that we're live right now, and we have so much to get to. Uh, we got to talk about J. Cole and the release of his new album, For Your Eyes Only. We got to talk about this Shia LaBeouf versus Soldier Boy beef, quote-unquote, whatever you want to call it. And we also got to talk about a possible battle of fan bases between Rihanna's Navy and Beyonce's Beehive. Also, fun topics. Also included in that, we have special guests, uh, a Juno Award-winning recording artist, Divine Brown, in the studio. But before we get to all that, y'all know how I like to get to you at the beginning of each episode, man. I got some stuff to get off my chest. So with that being said, I think it's time to let that is breathe. Let this bitch breathe! Now, it's very evident in the year 2016... Uh, That we have gone through changes as a society Everyone is being or trying to be more politically correct these days People are being a little hypersensitive They want to make sure they want to offend people And I get it because you don't want people calling each other like names that they don't need to be calling each other But at the same time, I feel like it's gotten to a point where everyone is now walking on eggshells As far as what to say and what not to say Especially where it pertains to the holiday season um, specifically Christmas. Now, for the last couple of years, at least from what I'm noticing, is the fact that a lot of people are refraining from saying Merry Christmas and instead they're saying Happy Holidays or Season's Greetings or something to that extent, mainly because of the fact that not a lot of people – celebrate Christmas. There are people who are of different religious backgrounds who celebrate other things around this time or don't celebrate anything at all, which is totally fine. But last time I checked, I forgot the part where it was actually offensive to say Merry Christmas to somebody. Like, has it gotten that bad as a PC society that we have to refrain from saying something as nonviolent and non-defamatory as Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year? What? Where did we go wrong, and where? when did it turn into that? Here, here's the thing that I don't understand. Like, I feel like for the people who don't celebrate Christmas, and maybe I don't know a lot of people that don't celebrate Christmas, but from the people who I do know that don't celebrate it, they don't get offended if I say Merry Christmas to them or if people say Merry Christmas to them in return. If anything, they'll just be like, oh, I don't celebrate Christmas. It is what it is. You know what I mean? They'll just, like, Because for me, it's like me saying – it's like me being offended if somebody says, you know, Happy Ramadan or Happy Eid or, or Happy Diwali or something to that extent. I don't get offended. If anything, I want to know about those, those particular holidays. So I don't understand why people would feel as though it's offensive to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all that stuff. You know what I mean? But anyways, that's just my opinion. What do you all think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool and let me know your thoughts. Coming up, after the commercial break, I got um, I got Divine Brown coming through to the studio. But before we get to that, I got to get to J. Cole. This one's called False Prophet." and it's only on Cool Radio. You yeah. You're listening to Maximum FM Hip Hop. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Maximum FM, uh, Cool Radio. You already know what it is. In a short little bit, I got my main guest coming through. She goes by the name of Divine Brown. Uh, award-winning song she will be in the studio in the next couple of minutes Uh, but before i get to that man i want to go on i want to continue on with this whole christmas thing all right so like i was saying you know before the commercial break man i'm just trying to figure out when we came into an era where saying merry christmas to somebody was offensive now i don't know about you guys but I know a lot of people who don't celebrate Christmas, and then even if someone says Merry Christmas to them, they're not gonna like stomp their feet and leave. They're just gonna be like, Oh, I don't celebrate Christmas, but thank you though. You know what I mean? So I don't understand why it's such a big deal for a lot of people to get so politically correct to the point where even saying something that is meant for uh, spreading goodwill and what have you becomes a thing of be- becomes a thing of angst and issue. Um so like I was saying before, it's not if 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 somebody's going to say, you know, I'm offended for you saying Merry Christmas to me, then I may as well be offended by someone who says, you know, happy you know, Ramadan or something like that. At the end of the day, even though I don't celebrate that, I'm not going to get offended if someone says happy Ramadan to me. Chances are they won't say happy Ramadan to me because they'll probably assume that I don't celebrate it, which is fine. And even then, if I don't know about a particular holiday that someone celebrates, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm offended. If anything, I'm going to ask about it. I'm going to be like... What's Ramadan or what is Eid? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna know about these things if I see the name keep popping up here and there. I think that should be the mentality of a lot of people and what have you, but for whatever reason, we are in this PC culture where everyone has to dot their I's and cross their T's and not walk on eggshells and what have you. And I just think it's kinda it's kinda overblown, you know what I mean? And I get it if you feel as though somebody's trying to impose their will and their beliefs on you, but when someone says Merry Christmas, it's not like that. It's just a sign of goodwill, and it's, it's a, just a part of the holiday season, basically. So I don't think people should take it as, you know, oh, you're trying to impo- impose your thoughts and beliefs. And maybe some people take it like that. And if that's the case, then I think that needs to be addressed because there isn't a whole lot of uh, communication and dialogue that's being, you know, exchanged between the people who feel offended and the people who don't feel offended. So my opinion is this. If someone says Merry Christmas to you and you don't believe in, in Christmas or you don't believe in Christianity, whatever the case, cool. You don't have to get offended unless someone says, oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> but unless someone says that, there's no reason to get offended. Like, it's just their way of showing goodwill. That's all it is. You know what I mean? So that's my two cents on the matter. What do you guys think? As always, hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and share your thoughts. Now, for the main event For the moment everyone has been waiting for, the moment that I've been talking about for like the last week now. Um, I have one of the hottest singers in the game, or to ever come in the game, Canadian or American, I don't care what anyone says. She's been doing her thing for quite some time now, and she has collected quite a few accolades, if I may say so myself. You don't believe me? Let's take a look at the tail of the tape, shall we? So she's a SoCan number one award winner. That's A. She... Got a certified gold rating on her debut album, That's Me. And a lot of people don't even get a plaque on their first album, so she's one of the few who have done so. And, of course, she is a Juno Award winner. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman is certified. She has been collecting awards ever since she blew into the microphone. And I am more than happy to have her on my show tonight, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Divine Brown is in the building. (laughs)
1: what's up (laughs) yes
0: i've been waiting for that i've been waiting for that i've been waiting yes
1: Yes, i've
0: been waiting for that for a long time how are you today
1: i'm excellent how are you i
0: am very well thank you i'm glad to have you on the show yeah
1: good to be here
0: you know what the funny thing is i remember when we met like three years ago at like some like networking party or something like that and i'm just like yo the conversation we're having right now we got to have this on the show. <laughs> we got to have a, we've got to make it happen on the show.
1: Yeah, that's pretty I can't remember what the conversation was, yeah. but we were it was, I know it was cold outside, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, no, it
0: was freezing outside, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I think we were talking about, like, just, like, whack rappers or something like that. Or just something like, like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, we need to do this on yeah. my show one time. Yeah, And I'm finally glad that I have you on my show, because we get to do a lot of that, and then some. Okay, good stuff. But, before we get to all that, man, I want the people to know a little bit more about you and have you, in case they haven't heard your story. So, with that being said, what made you fall in love with music?
1: Um. Oh my goodness. I don't know if there was a specific moment. I think that was something. Being in love with music is something that just happened. Yeah. Um, that literally happened. Like. Um, it just happened. I, yeah. I I was blessed with it. It was something that was innate. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born with that love. Uh, there was something that I always responded to when it came to music. Hmm. Um, as you know, as far back as I can remember, my mom was always like watching me dance in front of the TV when music was on. I mm. get really excited when I was a baby. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it it's just it's something that's innate, man. Yeah. I, I, there's there wasn't a pivotal moment in my life that made me go, I want to do that. Yeah. I had moments that I can remember that reinforced that feeling for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about this story a lot, which is. Um, I, I was about four or five years old, and the there was a radio that was when I was when I lived with my mom. There was a radio that was that was on the uh, the bed head. Yeah, and um, Help Me by Joni Mitchell came on. Okay, and there was something about the way that song flowed, mm. the poetry of the lyrics. Um, the way that the guitar sounded, there was something about that specific moment that made me, that definitely made me say, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to make people feel the way that I, I'm i feeling right now with this song.
0: Yeah, and it kind of give you that feeling of, like, euphoria and, like, completion, almost, I would say, right?
1: Well, perhaps. I, a four-year-old wouldn't put it in those words. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that at, that at that moment, I know that I felt... The completion, yeah, I probably, I, you know, Mm -hmm. now I, I could relate to that. Like I felt like, I just felt full, Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and I, I just wanted to share that feeling. Yeah, you know,
0: of course, yeah, definitely. I'm glad you shared it. Yeah. You shared a lot of good moments for a lot of people. I, I know that much. Good
1: stuff, thank you.
0: <laughs> so you know, apart from music, like you also have a like a, a love affair for you know performing performing on stage and what yeah, have you. So yeah. a lot of like a lot there's been a lot of musical productions that you've done in the past as well. Absolutely. So like you've done stuff like Rent and Life, Death and uh, Life, Death and the Blues. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So what is it about combining the aspects of uh, music and theater that you like so much?
1: Um. Well, I mean. It, I, I guess doing musicals is, is something that it just sort of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I, w- I always did a theater. Theater, like whenever I had an opportunity to do theater productions in school, yeah. I would I would jump all over the opportunity. And uh, and so uh, I guess as growing up, there was no. Difference between the two for me. Yeah. Um. As long as I I had the opportunity to express artistically. Yeah. Um. I in front of an audience. I was really really comfortable. That that was my playground. Mm-hmm. Um. So the two worlds. Um. It, and it's so interesting because there's just there's just there's just thing amongst actors, <laughs> where, um. Y- you know there's a thing when when it comes to what a musical theater actor does versus what an actor does yeah that it makes me laugh because most actors have some sort of musical thing like there's some they, there's some sort of musical strain mm-hmm. not always but a lot of actors have some sort of a hidden musical talent like yeah. the, the 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 artistic side mm-hmm. um there's a, one usually comes with another thing yeah so i i so i find it hilarious when people when when actors yeah um, you know, look at people who do musical theater as like quasi actors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that makes me laugh.
0: So I guess there's kind of like a split between the two roles in a sense, <sighs> like like a social split at the very least. A maybe? little
1: bit um, amongst actors and musical theater actors. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> and and I always felt that, but then I had I had an actor uh, sort of confirm that, and I was like, Ugh, but that sucks because yeah. it's not that that's not necessarily how it is like if you if you have the gift of expression yeah. that exceeds and some people just love that particular world the mm-hmm. world of musical theater yeah. and they live in that and 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 that's what they do and they love it and yeah. they're very good at it but but i think there are a lot of actors that 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 who live in that world that don't that are uh, more um that that have more to them yeah and and uh i don't know I, I, I would put myself in that, under that category. But I think because people um, identify me, they, they they hear Divine Brown, they think music. Yeah. And then musical theater. Yeah. Or music and then, oh, you act too? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> that happens a lot too. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I've been doing, the funny thing is I've been doing it for years. Yeah. Um, so, so, and sometimes, sometimes I, I feel like I remember specifically a director saying to me once, "Oh, like so you you do you act like you did professional theater." Um, wait, so was that community theater? And I was like, <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> no. As you clench the fist, no. Like, no. How Dare you? <laughs> no. no. Yeah. That was the you know that was the subtext. Yeah. But um. But yeah. But it, it's so it just makes me laugh. It, it mm. makes me laugh. But but the two worlds I absolutely adore them. I love musical mm. theater. Um. I love to act. Yeah. And and I love music. And I think that the two are synonymous with each other. I've learned a lot, uh, from theater, mm-hmm. uh, that. I've been able to translate into into uh, the the arena of performing on stage as a as a as a performer. Yeah. Um. As an act, I'm sorry, as a singer, because mm-hmm. I learned the art of of speaking to everyone in the room, yeah. not just speaking to you in front of me, but speaking to the back of the audience. Yeah. You know, and uh, and 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 so that the scope learning skills like that have helped me, I think, tremendously as an as an artist, as yeah. a singer on stage.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it kind of just blends the two worlds together in the in the total completion of an artist, I guess you could say. Yeah, and that
1: <laughs> in the artistic world, the lines are so thin. I think that they they they, they and they can't help but sort of cross into each yeah. other, you know? I so because I like I said, like I know so many fantastic actors who all of a sudden, you you know, you might see them on Saturday Night Live, and they'll do a funny ditty on the piano and play and sing. And I'm like, yeah. damn, I didn't even know you did all that. Yeah, but and that, and that's what I love about. Um Artists in general is that they always have some weird hidden talent. You know <laughs> what?
0: I think it just comes to creativity at the end of the day because that's that's, that's that's it. That's the pinnacle of it all, really. Yeah, right? that's
1: it. And yeah. I I just love seeing that.
0: I love that. Absolutely, it was not to love about that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a little trip back to uh, two thousand and five. So that's,
1: okay, that's the
0: year where you uh, made your debut, your self titled debut. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, you also gained yourself a certified gold plaque uh, with that album as well. I did. So please take us back to that moment where you found out you were certified gold.
1: <laughs> oh, um, yeah. My manager at the time, I remember, said, "Yeah, and they, you know, you've hit gold." I, I was, I was really, I, I was ecstatic. I didn't, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I was, um, and and it made me feel really good. I had that plaque hanging up on my wall. I'm yeah. very proud of it.
0: As you should Excuse be. Me. Yeah, I was.
1: I was. I'm. I'm really proud of it. I was a little. Anyway, we won't talk about that. Okay, fair enough. But fair Sean enough. Desmond, t- I d- all I'm saying is Sean Desmond took the r and Soul recording of the year that, and it, for 2006, I was like... you thought that should have been yours. Wah, wah. He even thought it should have been mine, but that's whatever. Oh, Redemption man. came a few years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so no hate, no hate? No hate. No, absolutely no hate, yeah. man. I love I love Sean Desmond. He's been doing his thing for forever, and... uh I've always I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it, was,
0: it kind of, actually, now that you say that, it kind of reminds me of of the Grammys a couple of years ago when uh, Macklemore took the award for Best Rap Album, while a lot of people were saying it should have been Kendrick
1: Lamar. It should have been Kendrick Lamar, but you know, but again, <laughs> it's one of those, it's one of those things, man. Mm-hmm. You don't know, but I, I have to say, I, they both were impactful. Yeah. Um. But but Macklemore did like I mean you know he came out and yeah he he kind of he really made an impact
0: he really did I'll I'll give him credit on this that album that they put out the heist it was it was a sleeper album that came out like a long well not a long long time ago but like maybe like months. After the fact that it blew up, mm-hmm. and then when it blew up, then start, people started catching on. But Kendrick's it was it caught on from the jump. From the jump. From the jump. True. And like we had we hadn't heard an album like that in so long. It's right? true. So I
1: with, think I I'm not defending. Yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate from yeah. the perspective that that though sometimes and I, I I can't hate on the Grammys for doing this, but sometimes. They they'll 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 go for the they'll they'll have love for the underdog. Yeah. And Mclemore in that case a little bit was the underdog because he kind of had to fight and I, I, he had to fight a little bit. Yeah. In terms of being independent and and then gaining that recognition. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's
0: funny. You know what? It's like a tale of two cities almost because from that standpoint you could definitely call him the underdog. Yeah. At the same time though his singles are playing everywhere like you couldn't go anywhere without hearing thrift shop or. Or hold me down, or anything like that.
1: And and it was, I'm sorry, but it was kind. Of, it was not that Kendrick Lamar's record wasn't fresh. Like yeah. it was fresh, like yeah. swimming pools, like I, all day, every day, Wake like up, drink. yeah, I, up, all drink. day, all Get day, down, every day. Me and my daughter were like, we, we killed that record, yeah. but but um, but yeah, I uh, I just, Like I said, it's just it's it. I la- I like when. I like when organizations like the Grammys tip their head to an indie artist. Mm-hmm. I I really do. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm not gonna if I'm gonna if I am going to if i am not gonna lie to you and say that if I were to compare the two records that I wouldn't I wouldn't say I loved Kendrick Lamar's more than I loved um, uh, Macklemore's. But yeah. I I also loved Thrift Shop. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I loved that record too. So yeah. But. I'm gonna throw a little caveat in there
0: while we're on the subject. Yeah, yeah. If MacLemore hadn't had that huge radio appeal and like it didn't blow up on the charts the way it did, appearing in like the soundtracks and movies and what have you, sure. would the Grammys, in your opinion, have given him that award?
1: Well, that that, that changes the scope of everything. Yeah. So th- that's like saying, you know, if it continued to be slept on, would he have gotten the award? Like, mm-hmm. how how would if no one heard it? Yeah. Then how would...
0: But there are certain artists who get who get nominated and win awards and artists that we haven't heard of. I remember, I think it was back in 2010, I remember Esperanza Spaulding won the award for Best New Artist. But a lot of people were spazzing out because it should have been Justin Bieber. And he was just coming off the year where he had like hits upon hits upon hits. So it's, yeah, it's kind of one but of those things.
1: Did you listen to Esperanza Spalding's I, I record?
0: I didn't. Not that I'm disagreeing with that decision, <sighs> but it's just the fact that like a lot of people, I guess within the mainstream, hadn't heard of her. Versus a lot of people just hearing about about Bieber.
1: And this is what I'm saying, is that I like, again, sometimes when an organization like the Grammys yeah. goes for the quote-unquote underdog. Yeah. That person may not have been heard of in mainstream, yeah. but within the world of musicians yeah. and like in the musicians world, mm-hmm. highly respected. This woman was everybody was talking about her. Mm-hmm. We just didn't hear it on this side of the yeah. On, on this side of the uh, uh, of, of the yeah of the fence. Of the, so yeah, <laughs> of the fence. Yeah. Like so, on, we were on the other side of North America while she was just like killing it. Yeah. I I heard of her because all my musician friends were like, mm-hmm. yeah, listen to this woman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like tiny little Brazilian woman just like uh 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 killing it on like uh, on on uh upright bass mm-hmm. and singing yeah. like and the thing is it was it wasn't just it was jazz but it was I don't know she just took the way she she would take apart a song she'd take it apart yeah and then put it back together in the most it, the most interesting uh, innovative way. Yeah. Um. It was that that record was one of the most innovative records musically. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. All the Bieber heads were freaking out and yeah. loving Justin Bieber. Bieber, but she mm-hmm. was complete, like vi- extremely innovative, an extremely innovative new artist compared to Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. So in that world, I I like I like moments like that where yeah. it's like, oh, okay, they're thinking beyond the scope of just. The, the commercial people. Mm-hmm. It's just like that year that Arcade Fire now yeah. won. And everyone was like, yeah! But it was like, yes, indie, yes, Canada. Yeah. And Arcade Fire was dope, you yeah. know what I mean? So I love those moments. No one expected it, but mm-hmm. but they they really made an impact. I Absolutely. love those moments. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> We're going to get some more Grammy talk later on. Now, okay. I'm, I'm glad we kind of ventured into that. But before we do, let, let's kind of continue on with a little bit of the program. Okay. So, um... R&B is, has kind of taken a different turn in 2016. So it's not like what it sounded back in, let's say, like 1994, for example, basically. I not mean, I so, even 2004 for that e- Exactly. <laughs> so you being an R&B singer, uh, what is your take on the new landscape of R&B?
1: I don't even know what the new landscape of R&B is. <laughs> If you're laughing. I'm so serious. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's you know, cereal like Kel- Kellogg's right I, now. Okay? I'm la- laughing. Nice.
0: I'm laughing because like it's 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 almost hard to describe what it is now. In my opinion, I like don't know what it is. Like for me, like when I listen to R&B, at least from like the male R&B perspective, I feel like I'm listening to dudes who are who are being like hyper masculine, basically. Like the dudes, they they almost sound like rappers, just 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 singing, basically. And a lot of like the soul. Is kind of removed away from it, as far as what's being played on the mainstream. You still got a few guys like Anderson Park, for example, who kind of still stick to the soulful sounds. I don't even heavy. know who that
1: is. I, Tr- I feel bad. Trust me, you who need to listen this? to Anderson Park. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm yeah,
0: gonna... he he's nice. He put out a dope album this year. Okay, it, good. Yeah, it's called it's called Malibu. So check it out on your free time. Okay. But yeah, um, this yeah the landscape just the sound of it. It's just it's not
1: something that I can like. I mean, I don't know if I would classify it as soul because yeah, in R&B, I should say, but I don't know, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, Mm -hmm. I don't know the landscape because I haven't been listening to the. There isn't a lot of, there isn't a lot on the radio that represents, um, that has like a high representation of R&B now. Anyway,
0: yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't have that on like on the mainstream radio anymore. It's whatever. Whatever form R&B is being taken now, it doesn't really sound like R B. and It's just totally something else in I my even, in my books.
1: I, I haven't heard an R B song in a long time. Yeah, and, and you know, now here's the thing: it's it's. I get in, I understand mm-hmm. the the scope and the idea of innovation. Yes, um, and being a versatile singer, uh, who do, I I actually don't like boxes, but at the same time, like. I recognize that, especially when I first came out on the scene, mm-hmm. I was my my first project was steeped in mm-hmm. completely steeped in and and my sound and vibe is still steeped in soul mm-hmm. um, and and rhythm and blues but mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. I like to mix it up like mm-hmm. you'll hear different you'll definitely hear different sounds from me over the over the next little while but yeah. But uh but yeah, i don't I don't know what r and b. I feel like I, I feel like the essence of that of, of that music has has changed mm-hmm. so much now music is supposed to evolve and change yeah and and uh and I dig that, but I just like I said, like I, I feel like i don't i don't i feel like. The essence of that, is yeah. the nucleus of that, gets lost in the sauce.
0: So, do you feel like? Well, I think it's more than apparent that that's definitely changed for sure. But do you feel as though it's evolved since the nucleus of it is kind of like a little bit missing in I your eyes? I don't
1: even know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was. I don't know if that's an evolution. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I hate saying I don't know because yeah. I've all of the all. Of the artists that I grew up listening to, mm-hmm. I listened to many different styles of music. But yeah. I mean, the Isley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Now the Isley Brothers, they were they're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you touched well, my soul right there. <laughs> I mean, but uh, the Isley Brothers and like Earth, Wind, and Fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, sorry. Bands <laughs> like that. The reason
1: that I bring those two specific bands up is, yeah, those bands mixed up the genres.
0: They really did.
1: But it was still steeped in soul and R and B. Yeah. So they you know I love the Isley Brothers because they were they would funk it out and mm. then they would get folky mm. and folky mix mix the folk in with the funk yeah. and then they would then they would mix rock guitar yeah, under rock really funky. They were yeah, rock and roll. Yeah. They, they would rock like um, Ernie Ernie Isley would. Be yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's my lady. Which Kendrick Lamar <laughs> yeah, yeah. sampled? I love myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it, but that is that yeah. was it wasn't like it, it you know, it, it wasn't Led Zeppelin. That was that was full on, uh, Izzy Brothers, yeah. th- an Izzy Brothers sample. So, mm-hmm. so the mixture of music I get.
0: Yeah.
1: And and I can't say that it's not an evolution. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be unfair to artists out there that are that are that are. Uh, that that are doing their thing and doing it and 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 doing it because they love it or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time sometimes when you hear I don't know. I I don't want to I, I I I I don't want to assume that an individual is out there not doing it for the right reasons either. You know what yeah. I mean? Cuz you've got the people out there that are like I want to make money. Let's do it doing music. Yeah. And then you have people who are like I love this. Let me do it because of it. Yeah, you can usually tell the difference. Oh yeah, um, easily. And so and so I I wonder about that sometimes in in, in in certain instances when I'm listening to the music and I'm like, but where's the substance? Exactly. You know, where's the content? Where's the content? Where's the substance? Mm-hmm. And even if it's even if it's a light subject, there's it's got to g- grab you in yeah. some way. And I I
0: I, I like it's got to har- make you sit down and think and be like. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, or you know? is
1: it thought provoking, yeah. or is it just even if it doesn't, even if it's not thought provoking from the from the idea of it, it actually initiates some sort of some sort of uh, uh, train of thought in your head. Yeah. How does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day. And that's where the soulful part of our NB music, mm-hmm. rhythm and blues, blues makes you feel, mm-hmm. you know, blues makes you feel a way. Like these people talking about, you know, being wronged
0: mm-hmm. by, they,
1: you know, whether they're woman or a man it did them wrong, but yeah. it's steeped in. And the blues came out of uh, suffering, mm-hmm. persecution and suffering. Absolutely. Right? So, so of course it's gonna make you feel that way because it's an expression of that and mm-hmm. different uh, different ideas of, of expression of, of per, suffering and persecution, mm-hmm. you know. But but that kind of feeling that I might get when I'm listening to that old blues cat just going in yeah. on his guitar or his or his harmonica and then singing. Yeah. I, i'm not i'm not you're, you're feeling like that, that nah, no man like i get mm-hmm. that from a kendrick lamar yeah, yeah you know um but i get, I get that from a Jay cole as well i get that from Jay cole mm-hmm. chance the rapper mm-hmm. um but i i you know uh, but some of this what's supposed to be r&b mm, yeah. like mm, <laughs> i'm sorry and then <laughs> love it, yes. no but chris brown even okay okay when when Fine China came out, yeah,
0: that was a big record.
1: That song got turned up to ten. Yes, and that was a big record. And woman's head was bopping in her car. Yeah, every time. Yes, boom, boom. boom, boom. That, like, was, just that was Mike right there. Yeah. That, that was Mike. Easily, well, it, it was Mike. It was there was a lot. I felt a lot in that record. Yeah. It was definitely Michael Jackson. I could feel that, but but. There was a lot in that record, and there was a lot of funk, and a lot mm-hmm. of soul, and a lot... It was just going back to the root.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, and then... <laughs> I just didn't hear anything like that again, but yeah. I'm saying it was the way that the record made me feel every single time exactly. I played it and when i want to feel that way all i got to do is grab my phone plug it into my car and be yeah. like Yes! baby yeah <laughs> baby. yeah 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 <laughs> 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 no. Sing it! Sing it, cool! Sing
0: it! Divine, we're going to get to so much more of this stuff. (laughs) But before we do, we got to play some games with the people. Oh, okay. Yeah, you already know what it is. So, I got two games to play with you, all right? Okay, cool. So, one of them is a game that I like to call Cool or Uncool. So, it goes a little something like this... So I got a little track in the background playing right now. called "Yo." Oh, you already know what it is.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
0: <laughs> yes. You already know what it is. All right. So, basically, in this game, I'm going to give you a host of scenarios, basically. And you're going to let me know whether they're cool or they're uncool. Can you dig it? Okay. All right. So... Because we are getting into, you know, the holiday spirit and season, what have you. Okay. going to have a little bit of a holiday theme, too. And I'll kind of, you know, stick a few things in there as well, too. So with that being said. <laughs> cool. I'm cool like uh-huh. that. <laughs> Christmas
1: carols. Cool
0: or uncool? Oh. Oh.
1: Christmas carols are cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As long as I'm not hearing them like 24/7. okay.
0: Like mall music, basically. Mall music yeah. Uncool. cool. Yeah, okay, there the we Christmas go. Christmas carol that you
1: might hear at your at your pops or your, your your you know your parents' place. Yeah. Um, or you know, family. Mm-hmm. Definitely cool. All right. Has anyone ever gone to your door and something like a Christmas carol before? Not for years, not since I was a kid. Okay, yeah, I haven't had anyone
0: do that to me at all. Like, I always wondered why I always see that in the cartoons. I don't see that in real life, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just thought it was weird, but it was whatever to me.
1: Cool. Yeah, I, I no, it, it used to be something that, that, it was a bit of a tradition in yeah. neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, that people would get together and,
0: and spread Christmas cheer well, probably a lost start, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get to the next one. Uh, Christmas shopping, cool or uncool? Cool. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: except for when it's in a crowded mall. Yeah. I mean, when it's in a crowded mall, it's uncool. Yeah, but it's like, you perfect. can't avoid it. Exactly. Ah! ah! There is online shopping after all. Oh, there's that yeah. too. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. E-shopping. <laughs> all right. And I was talking about this earlier before we got on the air. Um, People being offended by Merry
1: Christmas, cool or uncool? made a point and I've always felt that way, unclear.
0: Okay.
1: And I say that because even if you do not, whether you're Jehovah's Witness, Muslim, Jewish, if you don't celebrate, all you have to do is say, I'm sorry I don't celebrate and keep it moving. You yeah. Know? But but thank you. Yes. It's the thank you part that I think that people are forgetting and kind of uh, remember to, to be aware of because when people say that, they're, they they're not. They're usually not coming at it from a from a malicious uh, standpoint. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely uncool when the response is negative. Of course,
0: um, snowfall, cool or uncool. Cool. You like snow? Yeah, okay.
1: I I like a snowfall. Snowfall's pretty. Okay. I didn't I didn't say anything about being in it. Okay, <laughs> okay fair but enough. But I'm saying you know, <laughs> like but, the, but it's it. beautiful. Yeah.
0: Okay, fair enough. I can dig that. Uh, boxing day, cool or uncool. Yeah.
1: Um, the deals cool. Yeah. Crowded malls uncool. Yeah. That kind of goes back to Christian shopping. <laughs> yeah, and it's that whole thing where I'm like, if I can't get in and get it in, yeah. get it in and get out, yeah. Then I, I get real frustrated. Yeah, you get all antsy and stuff. Oh man, I I don't know. I it, it, it is something. I'm kind of getting antsy. Yeah, right yeah now. I'm so you like about the, it. this one's
0: troubling right now. I'm
1: like ah. Yeah, because you know I know <laughs> that I'm gonna have to deal with that at some point. So on yeah. both ends, but yeah, crowded malls. Ugh, but. The, the deals are cool. Fair enough. Uh, let's see here. Going out for New Year's, cool or uncool? Cool. Okay. Yeah, but if it's, I I like, if I'm going to go out for New Year's, I'd rather go out with, like, I'd rather go out with family and friends in a, in a sort of, like, you know, contained environment rather yeah. than a, it's un, more uncool to be in, like, a huge club kind of deal for it. I, I think that's why. I, I can dig that.
0: I can dig that. I'm more of a guy to bring people over, have them bring little drinks over, yeah. we offer the money for food, and then we good, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. One more. Um, having that old school love.
1: Oh, come on, uh, man. Of course, of course that's cool. cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: I had to stick that in there. It's one of, one of my favorites. I, got, I must admit, I must admit, I'm an old school guy at right, heart. What can I say? All good, honey. All good. <laughs> All right. So the second game that we got, this one, I. I absolutely love, because I always love people's responses to this. Okay. This one is called, I'd Quit the Game. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. You
0: already know where this is going. Mm. <laughs> so in this game, you are the eligible bachelorettes, all right? Okay. So you are wheeling, dealing, kiss-stealing, jet-flying, limousine-riding, all that good stuff. Okay. But there comes a point in every woman's life where... She's got to quit the game. Okay. She's got to settle it down, have the kids in a nice white home with the white picket fence, with the tire swing uh, hanging on the tree. Okay. Apple pie cooling on the windowsill, Spud McKenzie dog, all that stuff.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, there's
0: stuff that goes on in my mind, right? Right. <laughs> Anyways, if you had to quit the game for one of these two gentlemen that I have handpicked,
1: <laughs> go. Who, who
0: would you quit the game for? Would you quit the game for Idris Elba, or would you quit the game for Denzel Washington? Oh no. The choice is yours, my
1: dear. Oh my goodness, that, that's a hard choice. Mm-hmm. That's too hard. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I I
0: I, I, dug, I dug deep for this one.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <sighs> Idris.
0: Idris, okay. Elba. One for Team Africa. All right. <laughs> Chalet, we are in here. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, man. And hey, 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 why Aegis? Why Aegis?
1: Um, uh, I, I met him in person. Oh, and okay. he is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful in person. Mm-hmm. Um, And, uh, and, uh. Yeah, my knees almost buckled. I, I still, I managed to keep it together. Okay. You know, you know Yes, I'm, I'm a Virgo. I'm cool. You know. I keep I'm a it Virgo cool. too. What? you, go, you know? Okay. I'm cool. I'm
0: okay. cool. I'm cool. I See, get. It. I knew there's a vibe.
1: You know, in between us,
0: you know. Oh, the Virgos only know about this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that cool vibe. Of That's course. What, you know,
1: I'm cool. I kept it cool, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I met him in person. He's he's quite gorgeous, um, and uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for an accent. Like every mm-hmm. time, so. Just
0: that. Okay, that's I can't get mad at that. after you know, Africans, we got to go on, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know,
1: this, with this, with the cool chocolate skin and all that, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. i melting on flick though. Uh, all yeah, melting on flick. <laughs> See the chocolate is dark chocolate. Yeah, right? you um, know. Then. <laughs> yeah, and the dark chocolate
1: is mm, uh-huh.
0: yum yum. Okay. All right, all Look right. I'm loving this. I can let this go off for days, but we gotta show the <laughs> wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I got the lovely intelligence Divine Brown in the building right now. And we are about to get you your new song, mm-hmm. which is entitled, and I'm going right here to look at it right now, it is called Love Alibi. That's right. Before we get into this, uh, give us a quick take on it.
1: Love Alibi is a song about not being afraid of expressing, the expression of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I... And I, and I, it's funny because I kind of came from a really sort of strong, strong, sexy black woman kind of place. Church, um, church. <laughs> um, uh, from w- w- when I was approaching this particular track, so mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm really, yeah, I love this song and it's upbeat and Very upbeat. it's it's upbeat. It's it's um you know it's got different elements in it that are throwback. It's mm-hmm. got some like. It's got some like house, soulful house elements yeah. to it. It's got a bit of even like a little bit of a disco element to it too. You
0: know what? It's funny you say that because it kind of reminded me of like '90s house in the sense, just a little bit. It had that had that feel to it. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, because it kind of reminded me of Electric Circus back in the day on which yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of took me back there. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm digging this. And of course, you you brought like to me. It had like a pop soul vibe to it, basically. Absolutely. And then, like I was able to jam to it like easily, no sweat.
1: Absolutely, the pop, the pop and the soul is in there too for sure. So. Mm-hmm. But you know I ain't no stranger to that. <laughs> you ain't no
0: stranger. Definitely not. You got a cool drop for that.
1: Cool.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after these messages. Don't you dare touch that dial. Yeah. You're listening to Maximum FM Hip Hop. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of fm.ca It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still have the pleasure of having the lovely, and talented Divine Brown at the villa, dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. There you go. The, the little kung fu action yeah. going on. I like that. Are you into kung fu cinema by any chance? Yep. What, what's what's like one
1: you know kung fu move that kind of stands out to you? Oh, Jeez. Oh, it could be anyone. It's been it's been a while. But yeah. Like anything by Bruce Lee. Okay. I was such a Bruce Lee fan. Like anything by him. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is it Return of the Dragon?
0: There is, there's Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. Yeah.
1: Enter the Dragon. That was, I believe, wasn't that the last movie he did? That before? was his
0: last official movie. And then there's a posthumous one that came out. That was uh, Game of Death.
1: Right. Yeah. But the but the last movie before he actually passed. Yeah, it was right? Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Was Enter the Dragon. Mm. That mm. movie I love. That was the one with the mirrors, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That was a classic right that, there. That's a classic. Mm. And for me, I feel like, I don't know. There's something about that movie. Yeah. There's something about that movie that every time I watch it, I feel something. It's hard to explain, but I feel I feel very. Um, it's like a tingly feeling, I guess. It's it's a feeling that 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 uh, just knowing that it was right before he passed. Yeah. Um, a little ominous, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. there was something ominous, definitely about about it, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I watch it in in that. It's one of those movies I watch. And I, at the end of it, I always feel like I in this disbelief that he's still not around. Like he should be like Jackie Chan and still be around. For real,
0: it's it's so necessary for him to be here. I mean. I came. I grew up on on kung fu cinema because of him. Like yeah. it was because of him, and it was, and honestly, it was kind of because of Jean Claude Van Damme. I watched a lot of his earlier work. Uh, yeah, I like. I loved his earlier yeah. work as well. And then I just got introduced to Jackie Chan with the Rumble in the Bronx, and then from there on, I was a Jackie Chan fan, Jet Li fan, Jet
1: Li fan. I was. I'm a Jet Li fan. Yeah. Huge Jackie Chan fan. All of his earlier movies are, are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I and now like and it's not really. Kung Fu, per se, but e- but I like any of the mar- martial artists who kind of uh, are doing their thing. What is his name, the new guy?
0: Is he like a kickboxer?
1: To Kickboxer. Little, uh, little, tiny little thing. Ooh, tiny. There's one guy I know, his name's Tony Ja. Tony Ja. That's, is that the one? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's tiny. Is he? But he, he's little. Like, he's so small. I thought he was like, maybe like 5'10 or something like that. No, 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 he's little. Oh, he's really? tiny, okay. Little I didn't know that. <laughs> but he is... Um, He is phenomenal. Yeah. What what an amazing set of skills he has. Like his agility is out of this And world. he's so good
0: with the, the joints, like with the elbows and the yep. knees and everything. I was like, wow, this yeah. guy can fight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it, a bad man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to get into a fight. No, nah, definitely him. not. That's my bodyguard <laughs> like, right there. Yeah,
1: I'm like, can you come? Here? You see the little man over here? Yeah, come yeah, here, yeah, come yeah. Come yeah, <laughs> me, <that's> me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty
0: amazing. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, I, I like how we kind of like randomly got into that stuff. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for trip talk, and we are well into the overtime edition of Cool Radio, which I love because it just means the conversation gets that much more interesting. <laughs> Go. So with that being said, it's trip talk. We're going to get into three topics that happen with pop culture. I'm going to give you the skinny on it. You're going to give me your take on it. And with that being said, here we go. Okay. So first topic we had get to, man. And this one's hilarious, actually. So Shia Labeouf. Uh, we all know him as an actor, yes. most famously known for being in Transformers. Yes. Um. So he's kind of been on the hiatus for the last three years, as far as like movie roles and what have you. And he made an appearance on Sway in the morning. Um, and he did what was called the five fingers of death. So that's basically when a rapper comes onto the show and raps over five beats simultaneously, basically. So are it'll are be serious? one beat after the other. And are yeah. Yes. And oh Shadow both actually rapped on those beats. Now, his lyrics were good. It was just like the delivery was kind of off a little bit. The the rhythm wasn't too there in a sense, but Considering how he's not really a professional rapper or anything like that, he actually did pretty good. Like, okay. I, like it's something that you can listen to and be like, "Oh, that's actually a pretty slick bar." Okay, okay, okay. yeah. So, as he was doing this thing, he actually said a couple of lines about Soldier Boy, and um, in so many lines, he basically said Soldier Boy was whack. So, Soldier Boy caught <laughs> caught wind of this, and he went on some YouTube video or some. Instagram video or whatever, and he's like, yo, yo, Charlotte LaBeouf, I'm gonna F you up. You don't want none. Come to the hood and say that. Come to the hood and say that. And then later on, I think like maybe like a couple of days later in a post, he said, yo, I'll squash this whole thing if you put me in a Transformers movie. <laughs>
1: You're not serious I am though That's the thing Did he wake up one day And go You know what I know the perfect way <laughs> Cause Soldier Boy Hasn't done anything In a hot minute he, Like he? as far as like Music like him
0: Like being on vocals Wavy, He yeah. hasn't really done A whole lot I know he's been producing For a few other rappers Here okay. and there okay. But as far as You know Putting out a, a track Or an album Like he's been pretty silent on that In that regard But um <laughs> What's your take on <laughs> This little beef He's trying to instigate <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is trying to instigate beef, Soldier Boy? You're soldier Boy, yeah. <laughs> you Keep it moving. What's the next one? Come. Oh my God! I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that pure foolishness. Like, how are you gonna? How are you gonna be like? Oh, I'm coming for you. I'm coming yeah. for you. How are you gonna claim that you're gonna come for the man and then and then? <laughs> Squash, squash the beef by saying, I'll squash it if you put me in a Transformers movie. Yeah. Like, wax sauce. You know
0: what the joke is? Like, Shia LaBeouf has nothing to do with the Transformers series anymore because his contract with them is done. Yeah. So, like, what would he do? Like, he probably can't even get back in a Transformers
1: movie. If could. But still, wax sauce. And <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf, you know, he has some issues he needs to work out. Yeah, but, yeah, he has his own issues. Uh, but whatever. I mean. <laughs> Because it's been there's some been some weird stuff, yeah, on, on, the, in the media with him. There has
0: been. Right. I would say when it comes to social boy, here's the thing right here, man. Like, this is rap. Like, if you have a problem with somebody and they air you out on wax, you air them back out on wax, like, you're the professional rapper. So, that like, that too. That too. Yeah, but yeah, this is why social boys wax. Well, maybe
1: he didn't even like think of that because he was an actor, and it. I mean, because Shia was kind of. He may have said had some interesting. I, I have to go back and look at this now, mm-hmm. but but. Um, he probably did. Like Shia Buff com- comes across as a really intelligent guy to yeah. me. Um, but I you know, I don't know. It's there's a lot. I don't know what else what's going on, but yeah. there's a lot going on in that mind of there his is. right now.
0: There definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen watching at home, listening, what do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool. Or call cool underscore radio to share your thoughts. Next topic we got to get into, man. We got to get into J. Cole. So J. Cole released his fourth album today, which is entitled For Your Eyes Only. Okay. So this album, this is the second straight album that he's put out with very little promotion. Um, and also, second straight album that he's put out with no guest features on it. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because with the first album that he put out with no guest features, which was 2014 Ford Sills Drive, which came out. Ironically enough, in twenty fourteen, okay, there were no guest features on it, and it still went platinum. And his was the first album, either in a number of years or in history, to have no guest features and to still go platinum. Right. So my question to you, Divine, is: Do you feel like with the amount of you know fanfare that Jay Cole has because he's a very popular rapper, a lot of people love him? Do you feel he can accomplish that same feat twice?
1: I would love it if he did. Yes. And I'll say that because I I I, I love J Cole's music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thought provoking, man. Very. And and I and that's the stuff that I uh, that's the stuff that I live for. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I, I I don't know. Whether he'll do it again, mm-hmm. but I really hope he does.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, it's a fair assumption because a lot of, like, that type of thing is, is very hard to predict, right? Because it all depends on the climate and what have you, what people are feeling these days. But I feel like with J. Cole, he's- I think t-
1: he's got a really solid following. And
0: that's what I was about to say. I think, mm-hmm. like, his sol- his following is so solid at this point that he doesn't even need to worry about sales. Like, I guarantee come next week or next, maybe, I think next Tuesday, or I don't know how the-, how the, the the uh, RIAA RIA things go nowadays because people release their albums whenever. Yep. But whenever we get those that, that metadata in, yep. I guarantee he's going to be at number one.
1: I I wouldn't doubt it because as mm. long as he as long as the the stuff stays consistent. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt it at all that that he has the potential to to go platinum again. Mm-hmm. Um. That just him him hitting platinum without very much. Uh, Without very much uh, uh, publicity, not publicity, but um, I guess like, um, I would say a mixture of publicity, a push from the label, yeah, things like that. him being able to do that just shows that he's got a really solid following and yeah. dedicated and loyal audience. Yeah. Um, and as long as his his material stays, um, he puts quality music out, man. If mm-hmm. the quality is 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 up, then yeah. his is. His his sales will be up. Absolutely. Um,
0: do you feel like there's you know a need for the for the label so to speak, and like in this day and age, as far as a lot of artists who are just kind of putting out their music and just kind of like letting
1: the fans decide whether or not
0: they want to buy it.
1: Is there a need for labels? I think that I think that the the day and age that we're in right now mm-hmm. is. Changing the scope of the need for labels mm-hmm. now because there's especially coming from coming from the perspective of being a, an, an independent artist right now and yeah. and really really sort of tapping into whatever resources I have and mm-hmm. and utilizing the resources that come in yeah um, and utilizing the resources that I have at the, at my fingertips yeah. There is no doubt in my mind that um, that uh, the, the need for there's a lot of work that that, that gets involved but yeah. there's a lot of work involved in, in pushing your own material but you've got so many different facets of social media out there that mm-hmm. it makes it um, much easier for artists who have, a, have who already have a loyal fan base or, or want to continue to develop a, a loyal fan base yeah. It makes it so much easier for them to put their stuff out and and, mm-hmm. and to be heard. So, um, what's great about the, the the flip side of that is what what is great about labels is having uh, some financial backing to create the music to, um, and 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 to help with the pub, to help to publicize the record with yeah. marketing and promotion, but. Uh, a lot of that marketing promotion can happen right online. Exactly. Worldwide. Yes. Like- so it changes the scope of things. A, B, it's not that expensive to, to, to shoot a video and to and to record nowadays. Mm-hmm. Not the way it was tw- uh, 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that facet where it's like, well, it's not as expensive. So again, like, hmm, how much do I really need the label? Mm-hmm. Um, if you really, if you if you know how to sort of, be good if you're good with money. Yeah,
0: exactly. In terms
1: of <laughs> in terms of budgeting yourself so that you get the maximum out of what you what you can, especially in a country like this where we have access to so many different r- granting yeah. um, uh, opportunities, um, y- you know, it it just it it just opens up a whole new world. So mm-hmm. the the need for labels is not as um pressing as it, it may have been five ten years ago
0: exactly and i feel like in this day and age especially i feel like the internet in a sense is now the label basically it, it
1: really it, it really is and it
0: gives like a gateway to a lot of artists now like i feel like the rapper is like the biggest beneficiary of that right now absolutely like, he's at the point where he doesn't even need to sign it to a major label it make it would make no sense for him. he already has a gajillion followers yeah. so to speak so yeah. like the moment his debut album comes out, like he's the numbers are gonna be there. They're forever. gonna be
1: up because it's it's you know like with all the features that he has done. Yeah. Um and and the you know the 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 mixtapes that he's done and yeah. he, he's just created such an amazing, uh follower. Yes. Uh, fan base now. Mm-hmm. Um I, I like what he stands for too. So I do too. Yeah. So. Definitely.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, listening, at home, watching, what do y'all think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio to share your thoughts. And finally, this one I really want to get into right now because this one's <laughs> hilarious. Okay. So this one has to do with uh, Rihanna and Beyonce, okay? So basically... Beyonce,
1: okay. Is yeah. there beef? What, what's going on? Uh, you know what? Look, look, I'll ease into it. Okay, I don't want to okay, give okay, away okay, too okay, much. Okay, okay. I don't want to give any spoilers Right. like I'm like, did I miss something over the past little while? Come I know, on, right?
0: <laughs> so basically, um, the Grammy nominations came out uh, earlier this week. Okay. And so Rihanna in particular, she got about eight nominations actually. One of the nominations that people were kind of bugging out about that she wasn't a part of was album of the year. So a lot of her fans were freaking out at the fact that I think her album Anti wasn't nominated for album of the year, but Beyonce's Lemonade was nominated for album of the year in that category. So a lot of her fans started, you know, conspiracy, you know, theorizing and what have you. That's not even a real word, but whatever. <laughs> they, they basically started saying, "Oh, well, they didn't they didn't put Rihanna in in that in that bracket because." They they wanted Beyonce they want to give a chance to Beyonce to win that award, this and that or whatever, right? So one of her fans put up um an Instagram post basically. And it goes as follows, and I quotes <laughs> Congrats and all to Bad Gal Riri for her eight Grammy nods. But to be honest, F them because they snubbed her for Song of the Year and Album of the Year. Like how? I think they didn't want her tied or passing someone else cough cough. Uh, With a lemonade emoji. (laughs) Because if they wouldn't have played her, she would have been in the lead with the most Grammy nods. F you, Grammys. Anti did amazing things this year, and y'all played her. I think y'all shook. So, this started spreading like wildfire, basically. But the main reason why it spread like wildfire, because apparently Rihanna likes the post, basically. So, everyone's freaking out. like, oh my gosh, Rihanna agrees. She thinks she's getting snubbed. Oh, now it's a beef thing between her and Beyonce. So, Rihanna had to, you know, shut that down real quick. And this is what she said. Um, and I quote, I never actually read your caption, though the pic was funny and moved right along, till I seen it pop up over and over. I'm petty as... F- Yes, but this is just unnecessary. I wish y'all would drop this topic and see things from the bigger picture. We don't need to be putting black women against each other. We deserve to be celebrated, and the Grammy Academy agrees. Now, I'm not the biggest Rihanna fan, you know to say the least, but I'll give her props for saying that. You Absolutely. know, that, that's a big statement from her right there. Um, but yeah, Divine, what do you think about that? <clears throat> about the whole situation, I should say. Oh
1: man, what are what are uh, Rihanna's fans called? The Navy,
0: the Rihanna Navy, it's, it's friggin' stupid. The
1: Navy versus the Beehive. <laughs> yeah. Jesus.
0: I'm gonna give it that no drop. I'm sorry. There's... No! 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 Just <laughs> most quasia something I ever heard in my Okay. Life, so,
1: <laughs> so what did you just say?
0: Quasia. It, it means stupid and tree. It's like it's a Ghanaian dialect. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like idioting. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> a little little culture exchange. Like, <laughs> there you go. Draw yeah. the H. <laughs> so I love the fact that Ruby came that way yeah. and and just squashed it the way that she did. Yeah. But I absolutely love the fact that it kept coming up that her that this one of one of uh, a part of. RiRi's her navy. navy. <laughs> no. 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 I love. That. No. No. I can't. I can't though. Um, that that actually kills me. Um, but yeah, I love the fact that her navy came and came to protect her. No, I'm I'm I, one of her navy captains came yeah. to protect her. Like I love that. Um, honestly, I really do. Um, in the Navy In the Navy <laughs> um, But Yeah I don't know mm-hmm. I just get This kind of thing happens All the time And, and yeah. I, I never know what to say I'm just like Alright And then keep it moving yeah. like, Cause you know Beyonce Is not gonna say anything She yeah. just always sits in the con And just she lets her beehive say what they exactly. need to say. Exactly, like so swarm, yeah, swarm, swarm. I <laughs> pretty much swarm. you know. make sure you find Becky with the
0: good hair. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> no, slap Becky with the good hair it, for me. Exactly. Okay, thank you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I I think that that I think it I think it's funny that they came for her, mm-hmm. uh, at least for Beyonce. Yeah. But I love the fact that they were defending Rihanna and and. I lo- I I actually what what actually stood out for me when Rihanna responded was the fact that she said she didn't actually she just saw the caption. Yeah. She didn't read the whole thing. And yeah. she just saw the thing the caption and thought that it was funny and I'm like oh shame. Yeah. she just like okay, click. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Woo, they like it. Click and then keep it moving, but um but I I I I really like I don't know why Yeah, I don't know why I I kind of expected Rihanna to react a little bit.
0: But you know what? Differently. Like, I guess with like Rihanna, like she's like she's not a quiet person on social media. She's one to voice her opinion like Always. all the time, right? So like I'm not surprised that she did it on, on this front. Um, as far as this whole Navy versus Beehive thing, I mean I think it's stupid. I think I think both fan bases are just like moronic to be honest. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. Like I I respect Beyonce. Not a huge fan of Rihanna. She can go do her thing, whatever. But, like, I feel like her fan base... Like, both of their fan bases put them up on, like, a god-like pedestal. Yeah, but and that's where I just... I just cut the line right there. I'm like, guys, like, they're not deities. Like, they're human. Like, they... Yeah, but you know... They, they, you, they, they eat and piss just like the rest of us. You
1: know that fans... That's what fans do.
0: I, I know, but, like... It, that's what fans it's do. It's too much and sometimes, you though. have to
1: let fans do what they do. Ugh. I mean... Sometimes I feel like fans fans sour it
0: for me, though. like... It's, it's to the point where like I sour, almost,
1: s- sour situation or sour the, it's the,
0: sour, the artist it sours the artist for me sometimes like really there are, like there are times where like, like I'm not a huge Beyonce fan but I respect the work that she's done from like 97 up until now mm-hmm. right and like there's some Beyonce fans or some Beyonce songs I like so I'm just like yeah whatever indifferent to and then every time I hear someone just boost Every like little increment about a, a Beyonce track, I'm just like, guys, it's not that serious. Like, just calm down. Like, calm your ass. Like, it's not. It's not that serious, man. Like, it just, it just sours me, man. I just hate it. Really? Yeah. Just let it be. Like, appreciate for what it is, of course. But don't be like, oh my gosh, this is the prophecy. Like, well, we've been yeah. waiting for this. But
1: you know, the thing is, when you're when you're a super fan, you yeah. got you've got fans. <laughs> yes. Then you have super fans. Yes, and the super fans are the ones that that are like, Aah! like, oh my god, I would do anything, I would kill for you. I think oh so of them would. Yeah, they would. They wouldn't. And some people live like I and I've seen it. It's so funny. Yeah, <clears throat> I've seen this in firsthand. Yeah, I remember being at Radio City Music Hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, I think I was, I, was, I think mm-hmm. I was singing backgrounds for Nelly at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, and so Nelly, Beyonce, a bunch of people were performing. Mm-hmm. We're watching Beyonce mm-hmm. do a, uh, on uh, doing soundtrack, um, uh, on stage and whatever. So she's got everything on. Yeah. She's trying out the stage. She's the doing her and thing. That, yeah. and this was the crazy in love thing. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay, that that whole what album. What was the name of that record? I can't. I think remember. it was.
0: Was it called?
1: Dangerously in love. I think. That was it was, that one or was that? That after? was her. That was her first album. I think the second. No. Album. Yeah. Was for... Dangerously in love wasn't her her first solo record. Crazy in love or was it dangerously in love? No, I mean the the actual the actual the whole project. If oh. The whole project was called da- Dangerously. I
0: day. I thought it wasn't called B Day or
1: something like that. Maybe it was. I think it's called B Day because right. it
0: came out like a day after her birthday, or right, something Like that. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay, you're right. But anyway, so she's doing all this stuff and the whole and she's shaking up and whatever. And then and it just looks flawless as it all as she always does. Yeah. But then something happened, like she either dropped the microphone or something and she kept singing, but she wasn't singing. Oh wow. Oh wow. And everybody upstairs went, Oh (laughs) but 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 this one girl who is like a huge Beyonce fan was just like Freaking out, yeah. Um, and and that made me go, oh man! Like people get really, really invested, yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I don't know, like, it, it, you know, maybe she was a fan, not quite a super fan, but she looked like the type of person that would cut somebody if they said something bad about Beyonce, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, you know, that's where it gets into the super fan, yeah. And then there's just just playing crazy, yeah. You know, crazy fans, yeah. You know, crazy fans would actually like come after someone, yeah um and i think they all serve their purpose mhm i really do uh in the in the in the scope of things when it comes to having an artist having um uh having fans yeah. and and having that support we need that support of course you know um so I don't know I, I all props to both the Navy and the Beehive. <laughs> I give them props like continue to support yeah. support them while they're doing their thing you know what I mean yeah. like I feel I feel the same way about both like I have a lot an in, in, in incredible amount of respect for Beyonce because of her work ethic yeah because she is um you know she's a consummate fulfillment. For- professional yeah. and perfectionist mm-hmm. and and I love that um and uh I I have respect for Riri too. Riri's the edgier. She 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 lives on the edgier side of the spectrum mm-hmm. and and she's very comfortable there. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> and that's and that's okay too cuz mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's there and comfortable rather than sort of being what she was when she first came out, which was like she didn't have much to say and she yeah, was just like, like really, all timid and
0: stuff like yeah, that. You yeah, she didn't know
1: what was going on. Like it was like, oh my gosh, all this is happening at once. And yeah. she's getting used to it. But she she um <laughs> it might have oh I'm not gonna say that. That would be awful for me to say it. No, no. I'm not no, gonna no, say, say it. it. Say no, it, no, I'm say not it. I'm not gonna be as dry as I was going to be but I will say it just took some experience for her to, to to get uh, to that point. Uh, there I, I, you see. <laughs> <laughs> You're a savage. It took, well, it took some experience for that for it for, for her to broke out. I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. right? Some experiences made her just broke out. Like uh-huh. at, where, where really it we, it really was about that was probably who she was the whole time. Yeah. But experiences just made it have to come out to the forefront exactly Yes, a- <laughs> yeah I, I see you i see you <laughs> all right and with that being said <laughs> we gotta
0: switch to a next topic people but nonetheless actually actually no it's time for another segment um divine yes do you like to get old school
1: do I like to get old school? Is the sky blue? Is it dark outside right now? Is my sweater black? Yes, I like to get old school. Well,
0: that being said, Divine, it's time for the Flashback Friday track of the day. Time to get old school with it right now. old hey. school hey. 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 I got to take it back to the 90s with this one. Okay. This one is from the queen of hip-hop and R&B soul, Mrs. Mary J. Blige. Woo! And this one is entitled Be Happy. Okay. So all listeners to Cool Radio, it's all my cool cats and cool kittens. When we come back, we do have the wankster of the week coming up, so keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Yup. Yeah. You're listening to Maximum FM Hip Hop. Damn right you are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. As you already know, we are in the overtime edition of Cool Radio because it is your man DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still got the lovely and talented Melody, or sorry Divine Brown in the building. (laughs) Were
1: you about to say Melanie Durant? I
0: was. I really was. That is hilarious. I love her though. You know know what the joke is? (laughs) I almost said her name because I met you and her the same night, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like Freudian slip, man, nonetheless. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is the time to the show that you have been waiting for, and I will not keep you away from it any longer. So, on that note, <clears throat> <laughs> who has been entered into the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of Coonery this week? Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wankster oh, no. of the Week. You wankster, you need to stop this week's Wankster of the Week goes to none other than a sportscaster by the name of Michael Felger. Now, you're probably wondering, who is Michael Felger, and why is he the Wankster this week? I will tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Felger is the Wankster of the Week because he was criticizing Boston Celtics power forward Al Horford for missing a game against the Miami Heat earlier this week because of the birth of his child. Now, they were playing against the Miami Heat. Mind you, the Miami Heat are like probably like five and twelve the last I checked. But nonetheless, he told the team that he wouldn't be able to make it because of the birth of his child. So, understandably so, you're gonna you're gonna miss the game because of an important event happening like that within your life. However, Mike Felger didn't really exactly agree with the sentiments. So without me even quoting what he said, I actually have it on tape. And I'm gonna play it for you guys right now. So listen in.
1: Al Horford, your 30 million
0: dollar man, however much you pay him a year, sat out tonight because he had a birth of his kid in Atlanta. The game was in Miami. Nothing wrong with that. I know when you make 30 million a year, it ain't much to get a private jet to fly down at 3 o'clock from Atlanta, 90 minute flight to Miami, play the game and come right back. I'm sure his wife is in the hospital, surrounded by nurses, mothers, aunts, relatives. I just say it, Felger, spit it out! I would have gone to the game, I would have played the game. If there were complications, Okay, you know, take that all off the table. If the mother or the child or something huh. happened where there were complications, then I totally huh. understand that. But if it's just a generic childbirth, don't play the game for God's sake.
1: Woo-hoo. Okay,
0: wow, that was a handful. That's so ignorant. It still it sounds the same every time I listen to it. Okay, so here's the thing right here. A, first and foremost, no man is going to miss the, 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 the birth of his child. Whether it's his first child or his 15th child, no man's going to miss that. That's an important moment for both parents, all right? Secondly, he had already cleared it up with the team stating that he's going to miss the game because of that and they're more than okay with it. Thirdly, We're only, it's only like a quarter of the season of the NBA that's gone underway. So this game, at the very least, was inconsequential. Not to mention, like I said before, Miami is like one of the bottom feeder teams in the league right now. And fourth, and finally, generic birth? Generic? Listen, 2% milk is generic. Someone making a Rihanna cover is generic. (laughs) (laughs) Flipping. Uh, the President's Choice version of craft Dinner is generic, but childbirth is anything but generic. I'm not even a woman, and I'm offended by that. Listen, childbirth is one of the most painful, excruciating things that anyone will ever go through in life, okay? I, and I am, and I know I mean no disrespect when I say this, but I'm glad I'm a man so I don't have to figure that out what that kind of pain is. And I can only imagine what women who have gone through birth once or multiple times have had to go through with that. So, and even and even then, to say that's generic, like take the pain away and like all the physicality away from that, generic. We're talking about life here, life, life. Th- there's nothing generic about the birth of life. How- so, if that's the case, was your birth generic, Mr. Felger? Mm. Was was the was the birth of your own mother generic, and her mother before that, and so on and so forth? Was all that generic? How Like, do you have a wife? And if so, is her childbirth generic? Do you go up to your son or daughter and say, yeah, your birth was pretty generic, buddy. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I mean, you just kind of came out, you kind of crowned a little bit. You're a We had to cut the umbilical cord. That was pretty generic. We, we used generic scissors to do that as well. We put you in a generic incubator and had you sit up in the home for two generic weeks. <laughs> I mean, I am dumbfounded by the fact that anyone would state that a childbirth is generic. Um. So on that note, I hope your career takes a generic turn for the worse after that statement. I hope people write you a million and one letters how you should go off the air and how you should never breathe into a microphone again. Because your statements were not only atrocious, but it just shows how generic of a personality that you have, not only as a sportscaster, but also as a human being. So you are getting this wankster. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. I'm gonna drop it on you one more time, just like this. Divine, your take on that, please.
1: I feel exactly the same way that you do. No good. I don't. I, I can't even believe um, that this man was so callous. Yeah. To how are you gonna? First of all. Does this man have children? Does he have
0: children? I don't know. I, I really want to know if he does.
1: Because I, I, the first thing I said to myself was, there's no way that this man has kids yeah. and has a wife. Because if anyhow he had a wife, yeah. there's no way that he went home and his wife didn't <laughs> curse him out. Yeah. Slap him in his face For and real. Said, what is wrong with yeah. you? There's no way. Yeah. There's no way because if... I was that man's husband, and he came home to me after yeah. saying that. I would have been like, "Are you an idiot? Yeah. Or are you a fool? Yeah. Can you please pick <laughs> one? Because, or you know what? You're both. Forget yeah, it. You're exactly. both. You're both. Don't talk to me for a week. Yeah. You're not getting on for a week. You're <laughs> cut off. Baby, I didn't mean. Just don't <laughs> even. I like that is the most ignorant thing that you could ever say. You can't, you're right, you can't call someone, call birth, generic. Uh, generic. G- birth is not generic. It's, you it's, broke it down beautifully. I can't even, I, I can't add yeah. to that. But mm-hmm. birth is not generic, first mm-hmm. of all. Second of all, the man, the men's uh, the child yeah. is is being brought into existence. His wife, he yes, wants to be there and be supportive you, for his wife. You can never
0: relive that moment again. This you is can not... always play another basketball game. You can't relive that I moment again. I don't even again. know who
1: this person is. Is he? Can you tell me um, his race? What, Mike Felger? Yeah. Uh,
0: he's a white guy. He's a white guy.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Say what's on your mind. <laughs> and this is this is where I get upset now. Uh-oh. This is this is where I get upset because ladies, gentlemen, the, Divide
0: is feeling the, the goosebumps on our arms right now. It's about to get real.
1: <laughs> no, this is this is where I get upset, and I get upset because it's like, when are we going to stop treating black players mm-hmm. like what you actually have something to do that yeah. has that that's important that has to do with family? Yeah. Your family is entertainment. Yeah. Like, you're just cracking the whip. Your name is (laughs) Toby. Yeah, your name is Toby. Or Kobe or whoever, right? (laughs) No, I
0: think it's Toby. Toby. (laughs) you are are Toby.
1: I am Kunta (laughs) Kinte. I am Kunta (laughs) Kinte. I am Kunta Kinte. Like, really? No, no, no. No. Like, let the man go home and be with his wife and be there. (laughs) Like, don't be it, – it's, it's so ignorant. It just yeah. brought me right back yeah. to a place I didn't want to go. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, and that's that's what gets on my nerves. This is yeah. what – that's immediately what I thought of, and I yeah. got angry because I'm like, no, le- birth is not generic. Yeah. It might
0: – You know, with a statement like that, I can tell he's probably like one of those right-wing Republicans and stuff like that who wants to, you, you know, abolish abortion laws and all that stuff. And I find it funny that if that's the case, then he would say a statement like generic there's childbirth. No <laughs> I, I, I there's
1: no way that this man has a wife.
0: Maybe an ex-wife. I could I pop. There's
1: no way that this man has a wife who watched and witnessed her <laughs> husband on 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 national television. Oh God. Say the things that he said that she that and there's no way that he didn't come home mm-hmm. and not and and, and not Get in his behind mm-hmm. because I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There is no way that mm-hmm. if I were a wife that I would be like,
0: yeah, you, like you, like you would accept that. Like let hell me, no. Let,
1: let me ask you a question. Uh oh.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I
1: would have. It, it it just it would have got. Real. Oh my god! The hand clapping. Okay. It would have got real. I you know that was that was probably in. Anyway, that was probably enough. That I, am you know, he may not, he may have come home and been like, honey, yeah. honey, honey, <laughs> and there's like, yeah. he, there's just nothing. There's nothing. It's just and empty. like one light comes on, it's like, yeah. hello dear, yeah, yeah, shotgun,
0: with a cloth calling you. How was your day today? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, I saw uh, your, uh,
1: <laughs> I, I saw your uh, commentary. Yeah, you, you want, you want
0: to explain to you what that was? <laughs> well, um. By the way I got two bullets in here so speak wisely yeah
1: and I, I don't know and and I don't know is it a Republican thing to to say that kind of taste to say something that ignorant and it's
0: normal it normally is it normally is
1: it, it, I, yeah I guess, and, I guess so
0: and keep in mind this guy he he broadcast in Boston so Boston I think is oh. a largely red state if I'm not mistaken yeah that's it so I wouldn't I, be surprised if you leaned in that direction yeah Especially with a statement like that, like come Might on.
1: Exist. There's, I, I mean, you were literally saying, "Where you, you know? Where are you going? What, what do you mean you have you have somewhere to go? Yeah." N-word. What do you mean you have somewhere to go? n yeah. you, you need to go where? Exactly. No, your home is on this court. Yeah. Stop it right now. For real. Stop it right now. Please get out of the 19 like.
0: More like 1800s. or something.
1: 1800s well i, I want to say like the 1950s and 60s because it was like you know the, the, it was just that was still very segregated oh yeah of course of but i'm yeah like and then further than that I get out of the 1800s it's like it, it's been done but the, the problem is slavery has just taken on another form oh yeah of course
0: it's just systemic racism that's all that's all it comes down it's to at the end taken of the day on another form yeah.
1: and uh and and unfortunate and it's unfortunate that that people like that don't get called out. I mean, he must have. Think the Twitter and everywhere just went. Must oh, have gone yeah. crazy. Over
0: oh that. yeah. Like I remember the the way I found out. There's like a basketball pro- program that I normally watch it like on right. a daily basis, and it's funny because they have a segment called the worst of the week, or whatever. Mm. So they gave him the, the worst of the week dishonor, I guess you could call it. And I'm watching it on TV, and I'm just like, he's saying all this stuff. I'm like, okay, he's he's an idiot. But then the minute he said generic childbirth, I was like,
1: what?
0: I, I was blown away. I was like,
1: wow. He can't have kids. There's no way that he has kids. Generic. I, there's no way that he has kids and a wife. There's no way.
0: Hey, they, they said that there's no way a man can fly, but then Jordan took over from the free throw line, so you never know. <laughs> Impossible is nothing. It's true. <laughs> so, with that being said, ooh, this is probably the longest edition I've done of Cool Radio, but I love it, though, because <laughs> we hit so many topics, and it was just amazing. So, before we sign off for yet another week, um, divine do you have um? What, what are your future plans going forward I know you have the new record out and everything what, yeah, what else is coming up
1: well yeah I'm working this 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 record the the video was premiered well premiered on uh, on soul tracks mm-hmm. uh, today and um, I just I'm gonna be putting out an extended mix of it mm-hmm. which is great um, in January I will be I will start rehearsals for a show called passing strange a musical mm-hmm. uh, that is gonna be um, done at the Opera House. Okay. I think we have about a week or so. Not a week, I'm sorry. Uh, Just under a month, if not a month or so of of rehearsal. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully a little longer. I'm I'm hoping that it's about six weeks. Um, um, I can't remember the dates off the top of my head because I never remember dates that well. but But... um, we will be uh, doing that. The show, the show. I think it, I think we start in in February sometime, and it's for it runs for about two weeks. Yeah. So look out for Passing Strange. Okay. Um, I will be doing a show at in um, at uh, the Rose Theater in Brampton. Okay. February sixteenth. All right. And uh, I will be dropping. I'm supposed to drop the 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 uh, the EP mm-hmm. February fourteenth, but. Yes.
0: Not really feeling that date, I guess. Or? You know,
1: I love. I, I actually love the date, but I'm feeling like I just want to drop more singles before I actually drop the EP. Yeah. And I and I want to do that because I, I I think that there's more stuff. I think there's more, there's more bubbling. Of course. There's more creativity bubbling. You and feel I'm the like, juices. Yeah. So yeah. um. So I I'm starting to really feel. I don't know. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I I feel really good about um, about this project coming up but mm-hmm. I but I can I, I don't know I'm just feeling that. I got some more things to say about love and yeah, some more additions, you know? Most
0: definitely. And we cannot wait to hear some more stuff coming yeah. from you. You know, I know I can't wait. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good stuff. But, Divine, thank you so much for coming through. Um, you are more than welcome to come through anytime.
1: Thank you, DM Cool.
0: Hey, hey, hold on. Let me just give us a close shot for that.
1: Boom! <laughs> there you
0: go. I right, feel nice right now. Shout out to my boy, J. Kareem, you know? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know where you can find me. Hit me up on Twitter at DM. Cool underscore cool or cool underscore radio. Also cool underscore radio on the SoundCloud if you want to catch the full podcast. Cool underscore radio on YouTube if you want to catch the video clips. And then cool radio CC to like the fan page. Next week, we have our year-end special where I got my man Jay Kareem coming through. I got my man Goliath Pod coming through. I got my man Javoni Thomas coming through. We're going to break down the best of the year. Top five albums. Top five singles. Top five artists. And also the top five waxes of the year. We're going to get into all of that. So make sure you tune in next week because it's going to be huge. And as you guys already know, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. We are out of here. Peace.